Hello. Welcome to Doobiology. In this very episode today, we're going to be talking about the LGBTQ plus Pride Month. Uh, it is June, near the end of June, when this episode should be out. And uh, I just wanted to take an episode to, uh, you know, talk about Pride, the history of Pride, how it came to be. Um, you know, go over why we chose June as the month, the history, what it does today for society, how it affects society, things we can do to, uh, you know, better people who are homophobic and, you know, try to raise awareness for Pride, you know. Try to, I, I can't say end homophobia because homophobia is always going to be a thing. Unfortunately, there's always going to be people like that. But, you know, have a lower rate of it. This is just going to be me going over that. I uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode. For starters, LGBT Pride, otherwise known as Gay Pride, is the promotion of the self-affirmation, dignity, and the equa- uh, equality of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people as a social group. Pride, which is opposed to those who shame these rights in the predominant outlook that, uh, sorry, bolsters most LGBT rights movements, is just the definition of that. Um, some common symbols of pride include the rainbow flag and other pride flags. Gay Pride is a term that was coined by Tom Higgins in 1971. He's a gay rights act. He well, he was a gay rights activist in Minnesota. Brenda Howard, however, was a bisexual activist and known as the mother of Pride for her work in coordinating the first ever Pride march in New York City. She also originated the idea of the week-long series of events around um, around Pride Day, which is the genesis of the annual Pride celebrations that are held in June. Brenda unfortunately passed away in June of 2005 due to colon cancer. However, her work lives on forever within the LGBT pride community. The 50s and 60s was a special time in the United States, and it was also an extremely repressive legal and social period for the LGBT people. American homophile organizations carried out pickets and uh, that were called annual reminders to inform and remind Americans that LGBT people did not receive basic civil rights protections. Also around the same time, anti-LGBT discourse was equated to both uh, male and female homosexuality with mental illness. Not a good thing. Uh, Stokely Carmichael started a cultural movement in the 60s called Black is Beautiful. Well, they took a spin on that. A gay rights pioneer named Frank Kemeny originated the slogan, Gay is Good, in 1968. This was to counter the social stigma and also the feelings of guilt and shame of the LGBT community for being who they are. You should never feel shame for being who you are. You should love who you are for who you are. Following that, in June of 1969, lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender peoples all rioted following a police raid on the Stonewall Inn, a gay bar on the 43rd Christopher Street in Manhattan, New York. I'm flipping my notes. Uh, this riot alone is the basis for modern LGBT rights movements and also the impetus of uh, organizing LGBT pride marches on a larger public scale. On November 2nd, 1969, Craig Rodwell, his partner Fred Sargent, Ellen Brody, and also Linda Rhodes proposed the first ever pride march to be held in New York City. This was done by a way of a, sorry, way of a meeting to be held with the Eastern Regional Conference of Homophile Organizations in Philadelphia. All the attendees in the meeting were in favor of the march, except for the uh, the Manhattan Society of New York, or Metachine, I can't read it, my cursive is god-awful. Even members of the Gay, uh, the Gay Liberation Front attended the meeting and also acted as guests of the Rodwell's group, the Homophile Youth Movement in Neighborhoods. 
The march was organized for June 28, 1970, and it was marked as the first anniversary of the Stonewall Riots. It covered 51 blocks to Central Park, and it also took less than half of uh, the scheduled time due to the excitement of the march. More cities would follow suit with these marches in the coming years, such as Boston, Dallas, London, Paris, Stockholm, West Berlin, Atlanta, and many, many more cities. This is something to be very proud of. In this section, I will talk about how the 80s and 90s started a new movement for Pride. There was this cultural shift that brought new waves of excitement and also appreciation to the movement and its people itself. Everyone started doing more organized events for the Pride marches, and it was also more exciting because everyone was getting involved. This is going to be second, uh, the second half of the episode. I really hope you guys enjoy this one. Thank you. You know, starting Dubiology was tough. However, it couldn't have been any more difficult if I wasn't using Anchor. Thankfully, I was. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast on your phone or PC at any time. Anchor also allows you to distribute your podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more websites that allow editing for podcasts. Best part about it, it is all free. F-R-E-E. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Anchor.fm is the website link again. Thank you. Previous more free and wild marches and parades were also shifted into more organized and less radical elements in the 80s. These marches started to drop liberation and freedom from the banner and went more with the philosophy of gay pride. The Greek lambda and also the pink triangle were also incorporated into the gay pride movement as well. The pink triangle was an inspiration for the homo monument in Amsterdam, which is in the Netherlands. This homo monument commemorates all the gay men and lesbians who were subjected to persecution because of their homosexuality in the 60s and 70s, I think. I'm not sure. I should have done more research on that. As for Pride Month itself, it occurs in June to also commemorate the Stonewall Riots. As I flip my notes. Uh... These presidents of the United States have, uh, sorry, these presidents, well, the, yeah, these three presidents have uh, officially announced the Pride Month. Bill Clinton in 1999 and 2000, Barack Obama for every year in his office, which was 2009 to 2016, and also Joe Biden as recently as 2021. I should mention that Donald Trump also technically did it, but it was via a tweet and not an official pro, uh, proclamation. Pro, proclamation? I'm not sure. I suck at grammar. But uh, it was later decided as one, so I guess you could add Trump in there as well. At many colleges in America, LGBT pride is celebrated in April. Why is that? Well, it's because most colleges are closed in June. It is also known as Gaypril. Get it? Because gay, LGBT, gay pride, April, gay, gay, Mm, yeah. Um, Also, for the first time in history, an Arab monarchy of diplomatic embassies in the United Arab Emirates supported the LGBTQ plus community by raising the rainbow flag to celebrate Pride Month in Abu Dhabi. Uh, This was in 2021. Uh, The move was remarkable considering the embassy's laws, which is awesome. Like, absolutely. You go, UAE. But it was faced with local criticism, of course, because 
what's that without criticism many thought it was disrespectful and insulting to the country and their citizens i personally would have to disagree i think the uae doing that and being the first arab embassy to raise that flag was a huge step up and i think more arab embassies should follow suit with that and you know step out of their own comfort zone and support pride a little bit i think that should be done 100 percent. great job uae you did a good job there uh, I just want to give my thoughts on, you know, pride marches and stuff before I get into the next section. Uh, I've been a few. They're awesome. Great. Uh, I've heard things from people that said, uh, you know, maybe it was different in the 90s and the early 2000s, 20, early 2010s, I should say, where people are, you know, more active and it was very wholesome. And nowadays it's more about, um, I don't know, I have to go and ask that person what they really meant. But either way, I think everyone should be celebrating pride. It's a very great thing i'm very glad that you know we've stepped up as society to the point where we can accept homosexuality and people who are you know identifying as queer and stuff like that which i will talk more about that in the next section as well um this isn't going to be too long of an episode i really just want to go over the basis of pride and you know talk about all this stuff before the month is over because i do celebrate it every month and um i think it's awesome like honestly i can't say that enough um that was a whole section just displaying and talking about my thoughts on, you know, how it came into history, you know, how it shifted from these riots from Stonewall and stuff like that and came into more awesome territory. There are other terms often used in the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, for, I mean, instead of just LGBTQ+, obviously, as I mentioned in the last section, queer is one of them. And it's an umbrella term for sexual and gender minorities that aren't homo, um, heterosexual or cisgender. Many younger people believe that queer is to be more politically charged than LGBTQ. Rainbow is also used by African-American males who tend to be gay and is uh, often, often thought by them to distinguish themselves from what they regard as white-dominated LGBT communities. I've never heard that term before, so I was very interested to hear that, um, hear that, well, read about it in um, the section I was researching on. There are other ways that you can, uh, you know, raise awareness for uh, pride in your local community. You could try attending uh, pride parades in your area, be an ally, show your support, volunteer for the community, donate for uh, charities such as the Human Rights Campaign Foundation, and, you know, educate yourself more on the topic and even become an advocate. There are so many things you can do to better pride celebrations in the LGBTQ LGBTQ plus community around you. Now, I haven't heard of any bad things happening at pride parades, but, you know, there could be a few instances where, you know, things hit the fan and someone gets upset and violence happens. We don't want that. We want peace, especially in, you know, peaceful environments like pride parades where, you know, people are marching, you know, doing speeches about, you know, what their background is, why they choose to be the way they are, which is awesome. And it's a peaceful thing. It's not supposed to equate violence. It's supposed to give off positive energy to all. And so people can feel safe in the environment and area that they're in at these parades. As I said, I've been to one before. It was an awesome experience. I can't wait to go again. Uh, However, you can't exploit social initiatives as a way to reach business goals. Simply posting a rainbow logo or, you know, Posting about your commitment isn't that great. You need to really prove it. You know, back it up. Ask yourself, why are you adding value to this? Uh, how are you going to add value to this? Support LGBT plus initi- LGBTQ plus initiatives um, all year round instead of just the month of June. 
make education and awareness of the subject one of your core values. That is something that is very important to me. Uh, this may be a bit controversial, but companies usually posting their logo and you know stuff about pride for one day in June doesn't really cut it for me, and I'm sure it doesn't cut it for a lot of people. I see it as a big cash grab and something that you shouldn't do. Um, something that people need to be more aware and careful on is, you know, uh, what was I going to say? Sorry, I got distracted there. You know, something sh- uh, companies should be more careful on is, you know, showing why they support whatever they're supporting instead of, you know, just posting about it. Because, I mean, posting about it is just ridiculous and it should not be done. Um, Xbox, for example, Microsoft, you know, posting just the Pride logo. It's just like, why? Like, we understand that, you know, you're doing this for Pride Month, but can you, like, back up and show why you support it? That'd be awesome. Uh, as I flip my page to get my other notes, together, we can all be the happiness and uh, euphoria that we wish to see in the world. We should challenge ourselves in a way that is authentic and genuine. Take a look at ourselves and let's make a change. Um, this is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful world. And the Pride community is a beautiful, beautiful community. We should accept them as a community and people instead of just different people. At the end of the day, they are humans. We want to see them be brave as, much, as brave as we are. Um, that's pretty much uh, it for this episode. Um, I told you guys this wouldn't uh, be too long. I say, uh, and, uh, you know, it's way too much. This wouldn't be too long. This episode, you know, I didn't want it to be too short either so i tried dividing it up into sections and i think i did a pretty good job i just gotta work on pacing in future episodes by myself like this but uh, i really hope you guys enjoyed the history lesson i gave about pride how it came to be and awarenesses that i talk about for pride i wish i could give my personal opinion more i tried my best really with that um but you know the basic person or you know the <laughs> i gotta make a counter for how many times i said you know in this episode People who, you know, (laughs) people who are great people, obviously, should do this thing where I'm trying so hard not to say, you know, you know, (laughs) do the thing. This is just dragging on. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Do the thing. I I don't know what I want to say. Like, I have to I I have to keep thinking because I keep I'm going to say, you know, and it's going to get embarrassing. And this section's just dragging on. I think it's a funny conclusion, though. Uh, <laughs> the generic person should be a good person and support LGBTQ plus communities and pride in general. That's what I was going to say. Jesus, I just should not take, take the last 45 seconds to laugh about my mistakes in podcast episodes. Um, then again, thank you for listening to this episode. Next episode, I'm not sure, but I will announce it on my social media platforms. Again, thank you for listening for all the support. Um, happy Pride Month, everyone, for everyone who's listening at the end of this and in the future, or just happy Pride in general. Thank you. Thanks for watching this episode. If you like this episode, make sure to check out other social media outlets for Dubiology, such as my Instagram and Snapchat. My Instagram is Dubiology2022, and my Snapchat is also Dubiology2022. You can also find me on other social media outlets soon enough. This is just a little thing I'm putting at the end of my episodes at this point in time. This will be updated soon. Otherwise, thank you for all the support lately. Thank you for watching this episode. I really hope you enjoyed. Thanks.